Welcome to the Parkway Live Church Podcast. Thank you for taking time to let God's Word impact you. Always encouraged to know God is touching lives through this ministry. Please visit parkwaylive.com to let us know. You can also hit the giving tab to sow into the ministry that you are experiencing. Now, prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. I have a funny story of a man. I'm going to preach to you today, by the way. Sometimes God whispers, if I get a little emotional today, just like I've already been, just forgive me. But uh, I have a funny story of a man who was minding his own business, reading his newspaper, and his wife comes up to him and all of a sudden just hits him on the forehead with a fly swatter, just swap. Now that's funny right there, just by itself, unless it's, you're the guy. And he just left a big old red imprint of fly swatter, and he says, why did you do that? Please tell me why did you do that. And she said, well, I, I found a piece of paper when I was doing laundry. I found a piece of paper in your pocket that said, Mary Ann. Mary Ann. And he says, oh, baby, that's, that's not a lady. That's a horse that I was betting on at the local track. She goes, well, okay, I'm sorry about hitting you in the head with that fly swatter. And uh, so a couple days after that, he's back reading his newspaper again, and, and she comes up with just a frying pan and just nails him in the head. Boy, he falls out, flops out on the floor, and bump starts rising on his head. N- none of y'all, folks, none of you ladies get any, any ideas here, but... He, he looks back at her when he kind of regains his consciousness and he looks back at her and says, why, dude, why did you do that? And she said, well, I'll tell you why, because your horse just called. <laughs> That's funny right there, you hear me? Your horse just called. Some of y'all will laugh Tuesday, but it's really funny. Your horse just called. Hey, hey. I, when some people want to get your attention, they use a fly swatter. And when some people want to get your attention, they use a frying pan. When God wants to get your attention, sometimes, sometimes he whispers. Sometimes he whispers. Scripture says this, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I have found that the most significant things in my life have happened when God whispered to me and I listened to him and I followed. In fact, I just do a, want to do a one, two, three of that just so you can remember it, okay? When God whispered, these are the, one of the things that when this happened, God usually is doing something. When God whispered, I listened and I followed is when the greatest things have ever happened in my life, those three things took place right there. God whispered, I listened, and I followed. The Bible says in Matthew 10, 27, it reads as this, what I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the rooftop. This is exactly what happened in my life about one year and one week ago when I preached, Behold a New Thing. At 10 o'clock at night, he whispered to me and said, 
change your message, preach this message, behold a new thing. I had no clues. That was before it started raining. I didn't know that all this was coming to pass, but I knew something was stirring in my spirit and he whispered in my ear and I shouted it from the rooftop and that whisper in my ear carried me through some tough days in the middle of the last year when I didn't know if God really knew where we were. I did know this, that he whispered in my ear. We shouted it from the rooftop and now I'm going to stand on that promise that he was doing something new in all of our lives. I think the most classic example of God whispering is found in the Old Testament. It's found in 1 Kings, 1 Kings chapter 19. And the story goes as this, Elijah was a great prophet who had just defeated uh, Jezebel and all of the uh, prophets of Baal and Ashereth, and he, he defeated them. It was 800 false prophets, and Elijah had this amazing moment when he stands out on a mountain, and he calls on the Lord to, to with a, said, God, answer by fire, and he steps back, and the God of glory just roars down fire, consumes up the sacrifice, consumes the prophets of Baal. What a moment from God. What a moment from God when, when, when you call out and he answers just like that. It doesn't always happen that way, but for Elijah, this, and you would think Elijah would be in one of those moments when he's like, oh, and he was for a few minutes, but then he ran off, heard that Jezebel was going to get him, and, and he gets scared of this lady and who was in power, and and, and he runs inside of a cave, scared half to death, and he cried out, God, I need you to speak to me. And this is, watch, this is one of the, just the greatest texts to describe uh, what, what was going on. And I'm, I'm asking you a question. We just finished last weekend our, exa- our, our refreshing series, and we walked through feeling exhausted and depleted and how to renew ourselves in that. And that some of that come through the process of what I went through personally and, 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 and over that year. And, and, and I'll tell you this, God gave us rest, and he gave us help, and he gave us hope. And how many of y'all enjoy the refreshing series? Did y'all enjoy that? I pray it ministered to you like it ministered to me, and I... I want, I want the Lord to continue to do a work in that, in that place. I, my heart, I, I, I've got to take a little time out from my notes. and I know that you folks have noticed this, but uh, something that has just rocked the Christian community is, as, as a minister of a church that runs thousands of people uh, just in the last couple of weeks taking his life. Man, it stirred our heart. It stirred our staff. It stirred this church community. All my minister friends, it's got, it's got to stir up. But that, I'm going to tell you, that man must have felt like Elijah. He must have felt like in the middle of the greatness and the great messages and, 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 and being broadcast and folks hearing it and behind, he must have felt like Elijah did, exhausted, depleted, broken down, and he ends up in a cave begging God, Lord, I just need to hear your voice. Has anybody been there? It may not have been a cave. <laughs> it may not have been a cave. We don't have it. But, but a man cave or, 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 or a basement or, or a, a car. You park it on the side of the road or you, you pull into a rest stop and you say, God, or a bathroom and an office and you just say, God, I, I need to hear your voice. Can, can I get a witness from anybody? I just need to hear 
And I just got a feeling, boy, I feel this in the spirit today. I just got a feeling. There are people in the balcony, there are risers, and people in the front to the back, and people that will hear me on Facebook that maybe tears are rolling down your face today, and you're saying, God, I just need a word. I just need a voice. I just need to hear the voice of God. And then you get quiet, and you wait for the thunder, and you wait for the lightning, and you wait for the power, and you wait for all. Them. And you say, if I can just get back to church again, and they'll sing that song, and he'll preach again. And but, 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 this is the way it happened for Elijah. And the scripture says, and the Lord said, go and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord. And he says, you know, yes, sir. And, and for the Lord is about to pass by. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. I knew he would do it. I, I'm Elijah. I'm a prophet for God. I, I know what it's like when God passes by. Then a great and powerful windstorm. Can you hear? Here, here he comes. The windstorm. The windstorm. The mountains uh, tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks. Now, that's a, that's a hurricane, people. Shattered the rocks, tore the mountains apart before the Lord, but the Lord wasn't in the wind. <laughs> the Lord wasn't in the wind. And after the wind was, was an earthquake, and man, can you... I've never been through an earthquake. Thank God I, I, we don't need anything else. Been, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. Well, here we go. After the earthquake came a fire. Well, here, here it is. This is where it happens. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle Whisper. Whisper. If you're married today and you leaned over and you whispered something in your spouse's ear, we don't need to know what that is. But if you did it, if you was to do it, we wouldn't hear that. It's just between the person speaking and the person receiving. That's why it's a whisper. I didn't want everybody else to hear this. When I lean over and I tell Adina some sweet, for you it's sweet nothings, but her it's sweet everything. Talk to me, baby. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do that for, for Dwayne, you and your house to hear that. And none of your business. But it's her business. And so obviously Elijah was about to hear the voice of God, but it wasn't for all of Israel. It wasn't for, it was just leaning into his ear. It wasn't with a roar, it wasn't with a thunder, it wasn't with, you know, it wasn't with the sound of the psaltery and the harp. It wasn't with the bass guitar, it wasn't with the, the song, it wasn't with the loud message and the amps turned up. It was just a whisper from God. And sometimes when God speaks, he speaks in a whisper. Just whispers. He just speaks into our life. And one whisper from God is more powerful than an earthquake. It's more powerful than a firestorm or a tsunami. One whisper from God is more powerful than all of the forces of nature. One whisper. And sometimes God does not directly. We hear him in this loud moment, but sometimes it's just stretching your faith, getting you to lean in. 
I, um, I wrote down last night, I felt like the Lord spoke to me to write down something, and that was this. People are missing the new thing that God is wanting to do in your life because you're wanting him to move just like he did in your yesterdays. Can I say that again? Some people are missing, behold, the new thing that God is wanting to do in your life because you're waiting for him to move just like he did in your yesterdays. And the way he moved in your yesterdays was beautiful and it was wonderful and it was amazing. And I've said this before, but sometimes it just kind of naturally happens. It, it, everybody in the room, this, this kind of happens too. You, we begin to idolize the song that was being played when we were saved. We begin to idolize that, the, the mood that was in the, the church house where you were saved. We begin to idolize that moment. We begin to turn that into uh, like an idol to us. And I don't literally mean an idol, but it becomes that precious to us that we do not feel like we can ever experience God until the temperature just gets just like that moment or the song is in the same tempo or has the same sound or the same genre that it did when I came in. Or if the preacher is, is, is not at the same level of intensity or low level or high level or whatever it is, or, and, 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 or it's not that we used to, a lot of you used to go to things called camp meetings. If it's, not, if it's not a camp meeting atmosphere, well, then God must not be there. And, and, and if, God's, if it's not a conference, God must not be there. And if, if it's not this loud moment, God must, or, 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 this, or this southern gospel moment, or this new music moment, or, or, or this new song, and we get linked into and idolizing all of these moments when God just saying this, I'm just going to tell you this, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a God who personalizes my whisper for everyone who needs to hear my voice. And I believe God personalizes his whispers to speak directly into you for the moment that you're in and whatever you're going through. It, it may not have the same tempo of the same song, but and there's nothing wrong with loving the moment that you came in. Is that all right? There's nothing wrong with that. If it's the style of music, that's wonderful. But just know this, that style of music is no closer to God's heart than the style of music that we played this morning, if I can say. The key factor is, are you listening for his voice and if that's the case he says I'm in and I'm ready to speak into your life because yesterday's may not be just like today and today may not be just like tomorrow but I will tell you this the same God who was around yesterday is the God of today he's yesterday today and forever he's my God he's my savior and he speaks to his kids he loves to speak to his Kids, Elijah's never had a moment. He's heard the voice of God many times, but something about this moment in 1 Kings 19 stirred his heart up, changed him. And God is always interesting in doing something in you before he does something through you. And so he starts this movement in your life that he speaks into your life, and all of a sudden he begins to move and make in you. We used to, we used to pray all the time, God, do something big in my life. And now I'm praying, in other words, what we were meaning by that is, God, take my life and use it in some tremendous way. And now I'm praying this, God, move in a big way in my life. Because if God moves in a big way or, or through a whisper or whatever way he moves, 
He then takes me and by the creates motion in my spirit that I begin to tackle and do things that he's called me to do. But I need to hear the voice of God. There was a young man who came to a seasoned pastor and and, and as he came to him, he was really struggling with purpose in his life and really struggling with, man, I just don't know where I fit. I don't have any purpose in life. I don't, you know, and we all get to that place at times. And he came to this seasoned minister and he, and he mentions, it, mentions it to the seasoned minister and says, what, what do I do during this time of silence? What do I do during this time? And the elder seasoned season minister said something. And the young man looked back at him and said, I'm sorry, sir, I, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't hear you. Could you repeat that again? And he said, sure. And he said it again, and the, the young man says, I'm sorry, I know I'm young, but, and I should be able to hear you, but I, I didn't, didn't hear what you said. Could you repeat that again? And he asked again, and the man repeated again. He said, sir, I'm sorry, I'm really embarrassed. I can't hear you. Would you say it one more time, and this time... He leaned in to the old pastor and he got close to his mouth and the old pastor spoke. And when he spoke, the key factor is the seasoned pastor waved to him to come close and with the heads bent together, the the preacher spoke and said this, God sometimes whispers so we will move closer to him. Huh, God? I didn't hear you. God, could you repeat that one more time? And finally, I submit my will to his and just kind of lean into him. And Brother Oliver, I said, could you speak that again? And he said, what's happening right now is what I've been wanting to happen. And that is, you leaned in, you became closer to me, and you hear my voice. I believe God customizes his whispers for all of us. Isaiah 30, 21 says, your ears will hear a word behind you and he'll say, this is the way, walk in it. This is the way, walk in it. Man, Chris, don't you, don't you want that to be from God? That he whispers in your ear and says, Chris, in the, this is the way, walk in it. Walk in this way. Paige and Macy trying to figure out career choices. Listen, listen, listen. Turn off the sounds around you. Turn off the, 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 all of the, the loud noise and say, hey, God, I need to hear your voice. What way do you want me to walk? I lean into him and he whispers to me. Sometimes God's whispers. The most significant events that happened in my life started with a whisper. He says, be still and know that I am God. Just, just, Nathan Keating, would you sit down? My wife tells me I've got all of those things. A, D, D, H, D, S, C, whatever. She thinks I have them. She's, she's not, that's not right. I don't have any of that. I'm just wired up. That's what we called it before they had HDD, DD, AD. We just, they had a lot of energy. So that's, I think, and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking, 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 thinking. And so obviously that's why I couldn't sleep during that little season there. 
But I want to tell you this, and, I, and I'm first to throw myself under the bus. Sometimes it's hard for me to just sit and be still. Because if you get still, you're going to know that I'm God. While you're moving, you think you are. That's pretty good, right? And when I'm moving real quick, I think I'm going, pulling the, flipping the switches or, and not really, but you understand. And then I get frustrated at God in the process that he's not moving as quick as I'm expecting him to move. And Elijah was right there. So this is nothing weird to me. It's nothing weird to you because I know I'm speaking to every one of us right now. It's nothing weird. I mean, Elijah's a prophet from God, but he's right there in that moment going, hey, hey, God, we just had a pretty big deal down there at Mount Carmel. Like, pretty big deal. They'll be re- talking about this in 2000-something, and there'll be a bald-head preacher talking about it. It was a pretty big day. But hey, listen, God, I'm... And he says, just get in the cave. I'm going to pass by you, and I'm going to speak to you. Just, I got this. You need to know there's a season you walk through sometimes when you realize, hey, hey, I'm not God. I'm not God. But if, you be st- if you'll be still, you'll know that I am. You'll be still and know that I am. So what do you do when God whispers? When God whispers, you listen to his voice. You listen to his voice. You stop. You listen to his voice, and then you follow him. Just listen. Listen in. And then do what he says. Listen in and move the way he wants you to move. Somebody messaged me on Facebook this week and said, Pastor, how do I know I hear the voice of God? So I want to just stop and tell you, tell you that, not only to that person, but I wrote that person back, but, but tell you, how do you know that that whisper is from God? First of all, does it balance up with the word of God? It, it, does, does, it, does it go, you know, God's not going to go, you know, tell you something that totally goes against the word of God. He's not going to do that. So his word is always matches his whisper. And so listen closely. Does the whisper go? And then second of all, second of all if, it, if it's something that you're going to speak to someone else or it's something you're going to be involved in, does it edify everyone around you? Edify is a real Christianese word that really means do you, do you, does it lift people around you? In other words, I don't want to walk up. We used to have these deals and in, in, in kind of the, not the church I was raised in because it wasn't like this, but I'm, I hear a lot of this from other churches that, man, pastors and pre- preachers and staff and, 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 and people in churches would just say things that kind of scare people half to death. Y'all don't raise your hand right now if that's been where you're... But scared half to death. My wife has walked through a little bit of fear in, in the process of some things that she was around at different seasons in her life made her fearful of something so precious as the moment of prayer at the end of service. Is that okay? This is my wife, like the pastor's wife. Like, there's some environments we'll go into. She'll stand real close to me and say, take care of me, baby. She's like, I got this, baby. That's when you feel pretty cool right there, you know what I mean? And I'm like, come on, you want to pray for my wife? Come on, you want, you want, you want? No, no, that's it. She really, she really loves people to pray for her. But y'all don't understand what I'm talking about. It wasn't prayer what I'm talking about. It was Holy Ghost Olympics. By the time you got through, you didn't even know if all your hair st- still on your head. You had more oil on your head than, than is, in an Italian uh, restaurant. Now, I'm being crazy, but we, we've turned church into some funny things. And, 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 and I've seen, and, and my wife's had, 
people shake and rattle and roll and they idolize that because that's the way they came to God and I respect that and I honor that and I appreciate that. But in this church, if we're going to reach a new direction, if we're going to reach, excuse me, a new people, if the Golden Triangle needs Parkway Life Church because we're winning people that are not transfers and all that. We're winning people that do not know God into a place. That's called revival. And so due to that, due to that, I need everybody else to get on board with me to help you understand. I mean, God doesn't move just the way he moves at this season and that season. But I will tell you this. He's still moving and he's still working and he's still changing lives. Changing lives. He's still, he's still turning lives upside down. My wife, and by the way, if you want to pray for my wife, I don't mean that she loves like people that pray for her, you know, that, that have sense. <laughs> and sense being that you walk up to and pray for her and it's a felt need and you, you, you call, all of that, none of that. But folks, there's some funny stuff happened back there. You, and if you don't know anything about it, awesome. <laughs> but I mean, there's some stuff that happened like there's stuff spoken over my wife and, and, and their family at seasons that would mess up relationships and, and it wasn't no more of God than a man on the moon. But we was looking in the wind for it. We was looking at the roar in the mountain and God saying, hey, hey, Adina, I'm right here. Just speaking to you softly. Don't you discount the God that's in this room. The God that's in this room is changing lives. He's, he's disturbing people in the way they've been all their life and causing them to change. This house is a house that is real. Even this morning while I'm preaching, I'm being real to you. I, told, I, tell, I say this quite often. I watch some people that, well, I better not go into all that stuff. But, but so, I'll just tell you, sometimes Parkway is almost too real for people. I'll say it that way. They, they, it's like, oh, oh, but I want you to tell you this house is real. This is real preaching this morning. This is a pastor that, that wants to let you know we've all been through some valleys and it's more than Harvey's in our life. But I got to tell you something. I am the first to tell you that, that, that every one of us need the Savior. We need a God that will step right into our world and lean into us and we lean into Him and I'm still and I know the voice of God and He whispers to me. He whispers to me. I just want to continue to hear the whisper of God. Right where you are, would you lift your hands and say, Lord, just speak and I will listen. I can't navigate. I can't navigate without the voice of the one who knows the directions. A lot of the stuff I've said this morning I didn't mean to say and get off, and so if I've offended somebody, forgive me, but just keep moving forward, okay? But let the Lord do a work. It's a, it's a, it's a good house. It's a good house. Can I get down here? It's 11.15. Thank you for one person saying preach. <laughs> I feel the strength to keep going with that one voice, man. It's a vo When God whispers... I love people, man. I love people. Do you love people around you? 
What if your voice is the voice of God? What if your whisper is the whisper he's wanting to use? What if he's wanting to use your vocal cords and your arms to be the hands and feet of Christ? What if? I think it's an if. I think that you are where you're at today and God's placed you in the moment that every week right now uh, we're having gazillion visitors. God's blessing Parkway. God's kissing Parkway. We don't stand up and scream revival too much, but I'm, but, but I'm going to just tell you something. He's in the middle of work, and I remember this growing up. The church I was at, we, we had this level of visitors, and I remember what God did there in Houston, Texas. And in Golden Triangle, what would be considered a rural area, right here in the middle of Lumberton, God's building up something. He's establishing something. Hey, he's saying, I know, I, I know, I know that's an old church, 90-year-old church, but I'm going to tell you something. I want to do something new in that old church. I want to keep whispering. 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 Man, I feel the presence of the Lord here right now, right now, right now. Whatever you need, God is there to speak in your life. Whatever you hunger for, God is there to speak in your life. Whatever that voice that you need to hear, my God, my God, my God is a God that can reach down and speak into your life and give you hope because sometimes he whispers, but the graphic says so well. The reason he wants you to lean in is he doesn't want to just get your head attention. He wants to get your heart attention. He wants to speak into your heart because when he changes your heart, he changes everything about your life. He changes the soul of a man. He changes the soul of a man. And I want God to change the soul of our lives. I want to go back in scripture that I read earlier and I want to just rip it apart or unpack it just a minute. And that is this. It says, my sheep, John 10, 27, my sheep listen to my voice I know them, and they follow me. Again, I felt like the Lord spoke to me something last night, if you don't mind me saying it that way, and, 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 and talked to me about this. Because when I read this verse, it just didn't settle with me. It, just like, it didn't seem to fit. Now, let's, let's, let's read the verse again, okay? Look here. My sheep listen to my voice. Now, if I was writing this scripture based on what I just Red, this is the Lord speaking here. My sheep listen to my voice. I would have written, and they know me. Does that make sense? Do you understand why I was reading? I was like, what? My sheep listen to my voice, and it sounds like it should say, and they know me, and they follow me. But it doesn't say that. And I'm not trying to change the word of God. So I, when I see something like that, I'm like, oh, God, what are you trying to tell us here? And so I looked at it a little closer. Look, my sheep listen to my voice, and I know them. Right. <laughs> I know the ones who are listening to me. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them. There are so many people that are running, boom, 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 boom. But when, when they stop and listen to me, he said, I, I know them. There's something different about them. They listen to my voice, and the fact that they're listening to my voice, I know them. And they follow me. I know them because they're, they're listening to my voice, and then they're saying, 
I, got, I have my marching orders now. I know where to go. I know what to step into. I know where to go from here. And he says, I know them. I want the Lord to know us, right? I want the Lord to know us. I want the Lord to know your families. But I need mom and dad to just stop, be still, know, and listen to the voice of God so that he knows your house. I don't want you to take it on the fact that, well, I, I did one, two, three, and now I got in, and I'm, I got my graduation papers, and I don't, all I'm doing, I'm just showing up to church for everybody else. I love when I hear this. I go to church for my kids. Not really for me. It's for my kids. I'm like, you knucklehead. It's for you. The very fact that you're saying that lets me know it's for you. And if he changes you, he's probably going to change your kids. That's good preaching right there. But stop. Listen to his voice. Mom and dad, stop. Listen to his voice. And he says, I know them, and they follow me. How many of you know you need the Lord today? Would you stand on your feet today? I'm going to just be honest with you. I probably didn't preach very good today, and I'll be the first to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you what. I've delivered my heart to you today. And that is sometimes God whispers. Sometimes God whispers. I want you to do something here for a minute. This is be, uh, uh, Scott, come up here and give me a whisper deal there. Listen, this is what I want you to do right now. I don't want, I know this is, this is odd for our style of church. Sometimes I want moments to be hallowed. Is that okay? Hallowed. In other words, it's kind of like, quiet, quiet, quiet. And I just want to hear the voice of God. Somebody needs that to carry you through your week. Just for sure. And so I don't, I don't ask for this all the time, but just, just for a minute. I want you and God to have a personal conversation. If I was to open my eyes right now, I want to see people's lips moving. Can I say it that way? I want to see your lips moving. I want you to talk to God. And if you don't know what to say, just be quiet. And let him whisper. Let him whisper. Let him whisper. people in this room this week, maybe all this week it, you've not had a moment where it's been this quiet. Don't get nervous. Nobody's about to do anything weird. But the Lord's passing by. And I heard his voice in the whisper. Lord, I bring Parkway to you today. As the under-shepherd of this church, God, I, I present to you what one year, what one year has given us. God, a state-of-the-art facility. God, this facility looks like it belongs in some metro town. It's just gorgeous, God. We're still so undeserving of it, God. Kids' facilities that 
God, they, they rival anything I've ever seen. But God, all of that is brick and mortar and hay and stubble. But what I really present to you today is the church. The church. God, I really learned what that was a year ago when we didn't have a building. And I learned really that the church was the, the people. It's the temples. Not a brick hay and stubble. But it's the temple of each life. God, here they are. I present them to you today. I'm, I'm honored to give you, present to you, God, a, a man that may be a little bit broken. A man that may have some issues. I give you a man that may have a little little issue with a lust of the flesh or lust of the eye or a little pride of life. I present to you a woman, God, that, oh God, if you're looking for perfect, don't stop at this stop because, God, we just got imperfection in this room, including myself. But I present to you your church, your people. And God, I just ask you, to whisper. Let them hear your voice. Know us because we listen. And God, we will follow you. We'll follow you. We'll follow you into our tomorrow. And as God, I believe you've got greater and bigger and better things for us.